0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to experience tales of mythical creatures, ancient warriors and forgotten deities, and lost pantheons as told by one of their own, the Snarky Santa.
1: Every word spoken contains within it equal parts reality and fantasy. Never attempt
2: anything you hear spoken or described by him. These tales are for entertainment and enticement
3: purposes only.
1: You are listening to the Snarky Santa Show. Yes, it's finally a fucking podcast. Uh, episode 20-something? Uh, 20 20-something? 20 I don't know. I don't, I'm not numbering these things. That just seems a little weird. So, um, This is with uh, Trice B., uh, a man who I've wanted on my show for a very long time. He is a, uh, he is a poet. He is a warrior. He is a lover. Um, he's just an amazing human being, and I am glad that uh, he is part of my life. I want him to be a part of your life, and uh, we just talk about all the normal things. So take a listen, and... Uh, We'll see ya. I am your host this evening. I am the man with a plan. It's not a very good plan, but you know what? It's a plan nonetheless. I am the Starkey Santa. How are you guys doing tonight? We are going to have a blast tonight. It has been a uh, it's been a it's been a great. Uh, it's actually been a weird like week or so since the last time I was on here. Just just a weird weird vibes and weird vibes in the universe. But you know, it's it, it's 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 all coming together nicely, and we're all going to make it through it, and we're going to you know we're going to be all be better on the other side of it, or you know. It's the end. Of, it's the end of days, and you know we're all gonna be dead. So, could go either way, but uh, we're hoping for we're hoping we're we having looking for positive outlooks on life tonight. So, uh, we have a great show lined up. We're gonna have uh we're gonna have the uh, the mythic being himself, uh, Trice B who uh, like all great mythic beings is not actually here yet. So, <laughs> uh, I, I of all the mythic beings I know, and and I count myself amongst them. Uh, yeah, they're either like they're either like ten minutes late or like you know. 10 minutes early or like i don't know we'll, we'll we'll have a pool going later to see when see when and if mamba shows up so i heard mamba might show up so uh but we're gonna have a good time uh talking about all things musical related and music and mythical lives and magic and love and all sorts of things and uh like I said, we can't really do that with a guest until the actual guest gets here. But you know what? I always going to talk to myself, and I can always find myself ways to entertain myself. Uh, the, the, the lovely Sugar is here. Uh, she's going to uh, have to get dragged into this, even though she wasn't intending to. So, uh, But you know what? When you roll around with me, that's kind of what you have to expect. So uh, it's uh, sit back and enjoy yourself.
4: Oh, no more Yankee, my Wanky. The donga need food.
1: Snarky Center here A little uh, Matthew Sweet Ex-girlfriend Yes we got we, Trice did Trice uh, as, Unlike other mythical beings Trice actually did show up Within the time frame given So you know He's in, in You know as opposed, as opposed to Mamba Who The rumor was Mamba's actually going to show up At some point I just don't know when Because I will tell him Actually I'll turn your mic on For a second So you're not getting Introduced just yet So but Yeah I tell Mamba Like my show starts at 6 It's off at 9 Okay, okay. Motherfucker shows up at eight thirty. Sometimes he won't. Sh- sometimes he'll show up at like seven thirty or so. He's like, no, no, no. That first like hour and a half or so are just like you. I don't want. I don't want to take over the show. I'm like, dude. I want. Anyway, you're supposed to be here. So, but uh, yeah, we're just uh, we're just kind of screwing around real quick. I got to do some sound levels with uh, Trice, but uh, I uh, so. I've for the last three years, after, since I discovered uh, that Psycho Stick Zombie Claws song as my intro song, I've like really been stuck on that song, and I love that song, and it's because it's like it's the perfect blend of like you know my transformation from you know you know from you know Silent Bob to you know Jason Momoa now going to you know uh, uh, Rob Zombie. But I really dig that song. But I found another song, and I am going to play this for you guys. And those of you who are in chat, I haven't gotten to the chat yet. So uh, say so if you are in chat, or if you are listening online, shoutingfire dot com forward slash chat. Uh, go out to chat, check out there, check check in there, and with Nana. But so this next one is from a group called Here Come the Mummies, and it's a, a band that uh, that the art director introduced me to recently. And they're all it's like a it's like a it's like a what would you help how, What how would you describe their music like like a like a funky brass section band. Mm-hmm. But they're, so they're, they're all dressed up as mummies. Yeah. And the reason why is because they're actually a lot, they have a lot of st- uh, people in their band that are under contract, other contracts. So they can't actually appear on as themselves. You know, the one that, the one example I did find was Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl will occasionally play with them and he has his own vampire, he has his own uh, mummy character.
5: Dang.
1: So, yeah. So, so, um, <laughs> so we, so, one of the, they, have, they, have, they have a really good song called Freak Flag. I might play it later when uh, the art director gets here in some vain hope to you know, try to get laid. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody laughs knowingly. But, uh, but this was a song I discovered on their uh, YouTube channel. It wasn't on their, their uh, Spotify or anything else because it, to watch it, you actually have to watch the video because the video is done like an old Rankin-Bass you know, breaking bass, you know, cartoons, uh, the animated clay B- stopmation. Oh yeah, yeah, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play that. I'll play that during, I'll play that during something later, but, uh, here's, so here's the, here's the option for the replacement for my, my, uh, my zombie claws song. And this is called uh secret Santa by here come the mummies. So yeah, I think we might have a a, a new uh, front runner for a song, and because it's all parody, I can actually play that with stuff. So, mm-hmm. which is always really the fun, the fu- the fun mix of you know what I can and can't play on the radio. So, like if it's on if it's on like like SoundCloud and stuff, no problem. If it's on Spotify, I can't play it for some <laughs> weird reason. So, but you know what? Hey, I just enjoy what I can play when I can play it, and, and you know, elevate you know elevate other things. Speaking of elevation, we are uh, we are blessed. We are. Amazed, We are in wonderment of uh, our next guest. He is a uh, classically trained opera performer who is a, a mythical being like myself, who rather than, you know, random words and, you know, you know, sexual innuendos, he uses music that uh, just it moves your soul no matter how jaded or crusty or whatever you are. Ladies and gentlemen, Trice B in
4: the building, phantom magnetic upon your area.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, your entire name, kind of like I'm like I'm always like oh, I should try. It. Oh, I'm not gonna try that. I'm I'm way too white to try that. So.
4: So
3: the phantom magnetic is uh, is my superhero alter ego. He's like my first alter ego. I got a uh, shit ton of them now. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. I bet tell y'all, but yeah, I swear
3: to God. No,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. You get so many alter egos, you're like, okay, where are we all gonna live in here? And uh, how many of these don't to worry about being like, you know, hello, beautiful. The <laughs> art director has you. finally arrived too. So. Director. All right, we're gonna have, we're gonna have this conversation here. So, okay, we'll just wait, we'll wait for everybody. I want to make sure everybody gets an introduction here. So, it's not like we're doing a radio show live or anything like that. So, come around, hug everybody. Give me a hug. Hi.
3: A so we're gonna we're gonna talk to Trice for a minute, and then we'll, you know.
1: <laughs> Good to see
6: you in a long time. All right, it's just just the, the other day. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, no! I'm, mm, I'm kissing you first, and knocking my headphones off. Apparently so. Okay. Yes, dear, I know how to do my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, live on the air right now. Yeah, live on Go. the air right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Ladies, and gentlemen, the art director. So, love of my life, fire my loins. Okay, true or false statement? Because she told me this earlier. I didn't know this. So you came. You were at the house a couple yes. weekends yeah. ago for uh, my birthday party, the purple party. Yes. And you walked in the door, and you said, "I'm not singing."
3: I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because no, yeah.
1: I would. Know I wouldn't ask you to come into my house and sing anyway. You know, Something. it's because, like. Oh, I mean, like if you want to, you know, it's like I've asked you to sing before, but it's a certain situation. You know, it's like you know, it's like it's like asking like your your uh, your your uh, sex worker friends. Hey, can you come in and blow somebody for me? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I have I've done that before. I've done that to my non sex worker friends. <laughs> and, so. and you know,
3: here's the thing. I... If you, if you ask me this thing, hands down, there's no question. I think I was, uh, I walked into a situation where I, 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 it was like, we we're about to do karaoke or something like that. And then I was like, so I have this put thing. Your
1: mic. you got to put your mic closer to your mouth. I, I have yeah.
3: this thing where I, I view karaoke like, um, it's a novelty for people who can't sing.
1: Exactly, yeah.
3: And And I love that for people who, Feel like they can't sing because I actually believe that if they someone wanted to learn how to sing karaoke is a good way to do. Absolutely, that. that's how. Um, I mean, a
1: lot of people have gotten their start through karaoke, but it's not. It's like it's like to be honest, it's like watching porn to learn how to have sex. You know,
5: yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like great. You're getting kind of the basic, You're kind of you know the, the 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 mechanics down, but it's like no no no. You're not getting into scales. You're not getting into you know yeah. your ranges and stuff like that. You know.
3: Yeah, I have to. Um, so I, that was more or less like. It's being funny. Like I'm, I'm never like completely uh, shut down. It's only when when I if I don't feel it in the moment, like when the it's moment by moment thing. Right. If I'm not feeling it in the moment, I'm going to say not right now. Yeah, exactly. Not not ever. It's just not right now.
1: No, no, totally. You know, it's like it's like (laughs) that's my like 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 like, with I'm like when I'm a you know like computer like a computer I'm a computer geek by trade. I've been in in the computer industry for thirty years now, almost mm, no almost thirty years now. And it's like, you know, people, it's like, I'm not going to fix your computer. Sorry. You know, it's like, hey, I'm having this problem. Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm off the clock. You can't pay me for that. You know, yes, I can tell you what your problem is, but I'm not going to do it right now because God damn it, I'm, 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 you're not paying me, you know?
3: We're probably at a party and we're probably talking about work at a party. Uh, I don't think. So. Which is weird because like me and, Clayboy,
1: me and Clayboy will do that all the time. Oh, speaking of work here. Um. Me and Clayboy do that all the freaking time. So, like, Whoa. we'll be at a party like, why are you guys talking about work? I'm like, because we work together and we, you know, we see each other all the time, you know, it's like... But it's like, we can relate on that level with work stuff, so... Yeah,
3: yeah. It's, it's... And, and the, there's a time and place for everything. So, like, um, definitely... If if the if the time is right, man, you know, I might like the thing I like to do at karaoke is I like these weird songs or like crazy shit. Like like I, I have this. Like
1: what's your weirdest like what's a weird one that you like doing?
3: i well if I could ever find it, if they would ever put it on the list, um, I would love to do the song from Big River. And it goes it's called the Royal Nunsuch. And it's like she's got one big breast in the middle of her chest and the eye, in the middle of her nose. So
4: says I, you sh- look her in the eye, you're better off looking up her nose.
3: <laughs>
1: See, I don't do car- like Like, karaoke and me went together went together when I was drinking. And since I don't drink anymore, I don't do karaoke anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was always like a mm-hmm. Billy Joel kind of guy. Or, like, I was always like... Like, Leonard Cohen was also another good one that I would go to periodically. You know, Leonard Cohen and... Uh, every once in a while, if I was drunk enough, Garth Brooks. Because, like, being from Oklahoma, I, I can sing Garth Brooks. Like, you know, that's yeah. kind of state law. You have to actually know yeah. three Garth Brooks songs, you know. Yeah.
3: I, I like doing... So, I'll... I have... I have different things. Like if I go down country road, I'm trying to do some Hank Williams Junior. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm trying to do uh, so maybe a Garth Brooks, maybe one or two Garth Brooks. I'm trying to do Rascal Flatts. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they have some really beautiful songs. And I try to do like, or or if I'm doing rock, like I'll do like Weezer. Oh yeah. Or, or Bush. Yeah. Or like like the '90s kind of grunge.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah. love it. I love watching Clay. I love I love watching Clayboy do uh, do Johnny Cash. It's just like he just brings it out. So so my normal my my intro question usually to people is how did you get to burning man like well how did you discover burning man and like you know you know how did you like how, how does that how did, when 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 would you so when did you discover burning man versus when was your first burning man
3: my first burning man was 2016. oh wow really i, I discovered burning man in 2000 in, uh 1999
1: it's kind of embarrassing actually okay hang on <laughs> ladies you're being picked up on the mic and Clayboy says no so go go have a cigarette I'm not yelling at you just go have a cigarette Thank you Uh so okay so you picked up you first heard about Barney Man when?
3: 1998 okay. 99ish okay. So I'm a freshman in I'm a excuse me I'm a junior in college the internet's just popping off and what are my instincts my instincts are I want to see boobies I want to see boobies I want to see, see ass so, uh, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking up videos, and of course, you know, everything's slow, and I'm just like, you know what? Uh, all right, let me just whatever comes up, I'm going to just look at it and see what it is. And I, this one clip came up with these two girls that were topless and they were walking across the desert. And I was like, hmm, let me check that out. And then I heard, I heard one of them say, We're going
4: to see the man burn.
3: And I was like, they're going to see a man burn? You mean there's two, there's top women about to go watch some something burn? Let me investigate further. And I I, I looked a little bit and, and uh, I saw this big old thing. And it, I think Burning Man was just at maybe a thousand people that at about,
1: about 97. That time. Yeah, Ten it was a couple people. thousand people. It wasn't yeah. very big. Four or five, maybe four, thousand, four or five thousand.
3: Yeah, and so. Um, but it was so raw, and so, and it was, oh, yeah. people, it was mud, <laughs>
1: the mud people, oh yeah, <laughs> like, oh yeah,
3: but, I, okay, so my thing, thing was, was, I was a junior, I was at a historically black college in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, Morehouse College, the house, mm-hmm. and um, in my head, all in my head, because I, I, I looked, and I noticed, okay, there's no, there's no black people out there, there's no brown people out there, I, I, I'm like, I don't know, if this is, I I like this, but I don't, I think, and I started judging myself, but based off of what I thought somebody else would say, like, oh, why do you want to go out there and and roll around in the in the dust with a bunch of white people, and uh, and so in my head I, I I guess I I just didn't really pursue it. Um, I I stayed in contact with it. I watched as many videos as I can. Every year I tried to watch the Man Burn, um, and then after a while I kind of shifted, I was I became an educator, um, and I thought for sure that my that dream was gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I was teaching at a university at twenty four, so I was like I, I was like super serious and super green. Like I I was just like, Yeah, I gotta dress up in a suit every day and go teach these kids who are about my age. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think about it and I'm like, I was twenty four teaching at a university. That's kind of weird like to think about right now. Uh, as a forty-something year old, but oh yeah, I moved to Vegas on a whim. Me and my my group at the time, Upright Lions, we we were like hip hop and reggae and and soul, mm-hmm. and uh, we were doing pretty good in North Carolina. But I I was like, yo, we should move to Vegas. What was that?
1: Huh? When did, you move to Vegas? when did you come to Vegas?
3: We came to Vegas um, in 2013. Okay. We, we came to visit in 2012. We loved it. We came in 2013, seven days after I got here. So, 10 years ago, right? Seven, seven days after I had June 13th. I'll never forget it. Uh, I, we had a misunderstanding, and I was no longer in the group. Okay. And so, I was on my own, solo, and I wound up on a couch. And from that couch, I wound up in a, a spot called the lesbian the lesbian house. And from the lesbian house, I found my future roommate, my future music music, all like so many people that were became integral in my life. Oh, yeah. And my roommate um, took me to the drum circle for my first drum circle, uh, and I was like, wow, they they danced around a fire in the middle of the desert. Like, this is cool. Not, mind you, I never thought, not once. No. I didn't even, I didn't even investigate enough to know where Burning Man actually was because I kind of gathered that Black Rock City wasn't a real place so I was like, well, I don't, where is that? You know what I'm saying? And, um, I heard somebody at the drum circle saying something about burning and burners and I said, I said, burners. Burners? Like, like Burning Man, yep. <laughs> they said, "Yeah." I said, "For real?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Where? What? What? what where is it? What? How do I go?" Like, and they're like, "It's right up the street." Of course, somebody would say, ways, "Yeah," would we'll yeah. say, "It's right up the street."
1: I mean, technically, it's right up the street if you <laughs> go hours. like you know ten hours
3: away. <laughs> but so uh, it became that was uh, uh, th- that was 2016 when that happened when I actually caught on that this was a thing and it was closer to me than I ever could have imagined. And I was like, "I'm going." So in 2016, I I decided I was going in July. I was like, "I'm gonna go."
1: <laughs> see, uh, see, see when yeah, see, if you were gone, if you gone back in the 90s, early 2000s, that's a whole different. You can, oh, you can decide in July you want to go. But uh, so, 13, okay?
3: Yeah, I, right. So so, uh, but two weeks later, I was like. There's no way I'm going to make it in time. Uh, I'm not going to have the money. I'm not going to have the, the what I need. And I gave up. I said, next year, for sure. I'm definitely going. I didn't even know about the next year was a better thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going next year. I look on Facebook. I'm on Facebook scrolling, just random. And I see a post from a, a friend um, in one of the women's circles that I had, been, had, had befriended me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I need someone to help me drive. To the burn, uh, I'll pay for your ticket and uh, I'll buy, I pay for the U-Haul and your camp fees. And mm. all you gotta do is help me pack the U-Haul and help me unpack and set up my tent and get ice for me like three times. Oh, yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Where is the fault in any of that?
3: So I scraped up about $200 worth of supplies. <laughs> That's all I had. Hey. And, and I said, I'm going. And uh, I didn't know anything about the debauchery or anything. In fact, I got there on Monday night. Um, we got there on Monday night. And so we set up and during the night. And uh, I tried to sleep a little bit before the sun came up. And then on Tuesday morning, I woke up, to my surprise, not knowing anything about the scheduling, right, mind you. And I see... A whole bunch of people in tutus, particularly a whole bunch of dudes yeah. in tutus. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> I said, "I guess I guess the burn is like way more like you know LGBTQ than I thought, you know." <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. And it is, and it was because I, I didn't, I had I, I didn't, have any idea. Right. But I was like, "Oh, this is cool." I don't have a tutu though, but I guess you know maybe next time. <laughs> and, that,
1: and it always gets better.
3: And it's, what's funny is it was the costume cult.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Costume cult got me. I left Bernie Man a changed man. I started wearing the most comfortable clothing I could oh, wear. Yeah. I was wearing, I call them trishikis, but caftans, some people yeah. call them mumus whatever. I call them trishikis because, you know, I like the, 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 the daishiki style ones the most. Mm-hmm. And I started wearing those and started wearing uh, hair and pants and anything comfortable and chill and, relaxed. and 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 uh, it's funny because now people, if they see me in blue jeans and, and uh, a pair of sneakers they're like, tracy has got on normie clothes I'm like... Yeah, well, everyone's normal." I kind of resemb- resemble that. I wear normal clothes all the time. Yeah, My clothes are normal.
1: <laughs> I tell people that all the time, they're like, wow, you're not wearing a Santa shirt. I'm like, I do have a few shirts in my closet that aren't Santa related or have, you know, obscene things on them. So
3: Yeah. I, I really. F- Wait.
1: Can I say you can cuss all you want to. Okay. You can say whatever the fuck I, you want to. I,
3: I really fuck people up when I when I like dress up in a suit or some shit like that because
1: they Oh yeah, no, like- that would freak some <laughs> people out. I have freaked out people wearing a suit when I like wear a suit and like shave every one of the few times I've shaved all this crap off my face yeah. and like freak people out. I freak my kids out when I shave off. So.
3: Oh man i had people with the baby butt face oh no, yeah no I got the my, my face is I totally the, yeah and i and i pull my 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 locks back into a a ponytail mm-hmm. and especially if they haven't been twisted recently it's all fluffy up in the front it looks like i, I just have a fro yeah and everybody's
4: like oh my gosh you cut your hair mm-hmm. and like
3: they're surprised and i'm like yeah don't you like it yeah exactly <laughs> it'll, grow it'll grow back, back. <laughs> but i of course, yeah. I like, don't plan on cutting it. I know oh, same with to me. See.
1: Everybody's like, "Are you gonna cut your hair?" I'm like, "No, I do not plan on cutting my hair ever." So, ever. all right. So, the first so we'll we'll talk some. We're gonna we're gonna start segueing into music. And this was the first song of yours that I ever heard. Mm. And you posted it on YouTube. You posted the YouTube link on it. And I literally heard it and just was like, "Oh my god!" I had I was like, "Oh my mm. god!" Just like speaking to me. So, this is uh this is you and Bobby, Bobby Duke Duke. uh it's called younger uh we're gonna play that we're gonna play a little bit more music and then we'll come back and talk about uh like you know beyond burning man like you know this this path that we walk and stuff and all the the fun and magical things that happen with it so
4: (laughs) that's so cool
1: How did you get into so? Well, let's let's go back further back in the origin story. How did you get into music originally? You were you were you were born and raised South Carolina.
3: I was born in I was actually born in D.C. for the first four years of my life, and then I was raised in North Carolina for through through eighteen. Good. Okay. Um, the first song I remember singing was "I Keep Forgetting" by Michael McDonald. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I I've always wondered why it seems kind of funny because like I was two. And I'm like, how do I remember that? (laughs) But then the fact that I remember the song called Keep Forgetting makes it even funnier to me. I'm actually going to re I'm going to read. We're going to reboost that song within the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got I got the track already. I'm going to get ready to record it. It's going to be amazing. I love that. I love Michael McDonald's voice. It's so so smooth and smoky. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was uh that was I, I I remember singing like that. And then I when I went to North Carolina we um mama put us in um in Head Start and they they would make us sing these little jingles like they were spirituals but they were like funny fun fun like gonna take my little rubber duck down by the riverside <laughs> as opposed to lay down my burdens or something yeah. like that. And so um in first grade I sung for the May Day, uh, they had like a May Day king and queen. And, um, I was first runner up for singing. Um, and uh, I still didn't think it was a thing, though, until fifth grade. Um, fifth grade, I was in choir and in band. And I thought band was going to be the thing, but I, I liked singing, so it was cool. I was like, let me be in there. But then the teacher at Christmas time said, Okay, William, we want you to sing uh, White Christmas. So I'm like, yeah, I can sing that White Christmas. And oh, yeah. I can sound like I can sound like Bing Crosby off the TV commercial. <laughs> and then I started going, and I, but this is like fifth grade. This is what, 11-year-old voice, 10-year-old voice. And I'm up there talking about, I'm dreaming.
1: Unplug that for me. Hey, Lebo, go unplug that for me. You, there's an orange puck up there. Hey, actually, Mama, you do that. Hey, Mama's here. Unplug What the? My Google picked up him singing uh, Bing Crosby. That's funny. That's so funny. (laughs) Just unplug it. Just unplug it. (laughs) My Google started playing Bing Crosby's White Christmas. So (laughs) I have no idea why, but that's you know just weird shit happens. Now that was
3: look and and look who walks in.
1: Yeah, of course the mama walks in. (laughs) We will get to your proper introduction here in a second. Oh my
3: gosh! So So, I, I sing with the most froggy voice ever. And all the kids that, that thought they could sing were like, oh. And it was either William or Billy. The kids called me Billy. Oh, Billy can't sing. He sucks. Or, or something equivalent to that. Of course, we didn't say sucks at that time. Uh, but yeah. And, and so the whole year I spent trying to like, get somebody to just listen to me sing. No one wanted to hear it because they were like, you, are, you sound bad already. You had your chance. You're done. Nobody believes you can sing. The end of the year, the teacher lessons like chill like they normally do.
6: And they start singing "Whip Appeal" by
3: Babyface.
6: Now, mind you, I've been working on songs
3: this whole year, trying to impress my birth mother and my aunties and everybody. And they start singing the part where it goes, and no one, and nobody could hit the note, but me. And I started singing, and every, you see everybody go,
1: ooh,
3: and the girls especially. I was like okay, I'm going to milk this for everything it's worth because I got their attention now. And they were like, when I finished that, they were like, seek something else. And of course, I had something on deck. So at at that point, everybody knew knew what was up and they were like, okay, I did the talent show. Uh, Somebody told me to be in it twice because I was in a group and I did a solo. I came in first and the group came in second place that happens everybody thought it was unfair and i was like i don't know what to do like that's somebody told me to do this so after that uh i was really academic at the time and then after that academics kind of was they were way up yeah and they just kind of came to like median yeah but the singing uh you know i did musical theater in high school and decided that opera was going to be the thing i still played tuba i played tuba for like 12 years um even in college i played but singing um, was, was the gift. gift. Yeah, and so honestly, you know, one time my mom sent me down, because um, Pavarotti was playing on PBS. Mm-hmm. And she made me sit down and watch him. And I was like, why, why are we watching this? You know, I was like, this is opera. This is the, and of course, like, I had some growing to do. So in my head, the thought was, this isn't white people's music. You know, like, nobody wants to hear that. But when I listened, I sat down and listened to him sing. And for, for the, rest rest the, the, month, rest the rest of the month, the rest of the year, pretty much, I was going around... To, mind you, I thought I was sounding like operatic, but it was definitely something like... Yeah. I was like singing with, with a frog in my throat, for real. Um, but it encouraged me to pursue it, and I started singing classical in, uh, in high school. And then from there, it was just like... I mean, I was always doing soul music, R&B... Boys to Men, all the boy groups, you know, Shy, Jodeci, Silk, Um, and yeah, it it felt good, it felt good to to harmonize with people, to make music, and college kicked my ass, and made me learn all the... the, (laughs) As it
1: does with everybody.
3: Yeah, well, it was good, though, because I learned the, the, the Western European tradition, and I also learned, because I was at a historically black college the 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 tradition of folk music in america especially negro spirituals Mm -hmm. oh yeah uh, which is where gospel and jazz and uh a lot of other soul music derives from oh yeah so i feel really blessed to kind of be able to live on both in fact i believe that my uh heritage must be western european and african uh for some reason because that that classical vibe just flows through me so much I did a song, uh, James Brown has, was one of my favorite soul singers. He did a song, Man's World, everybody knows that song. Yep. But a lot of people didn't know that it was written by his wife. And the, I most, I did that. The, the most important part about that song is it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl. And um, so Pavarotti had a, a show, Pavarotti and Friends, and James Brown was on there and they did the song with, with orchestra and he did an operatic voice verse uh, right after James Brown's soul verse. Wow. And, uh, yeah. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> yes. It's serious business. And after, and I, did, when I moved to Vegas um, and started a reggae band, literally was able to um, fuse the opera and the soul together. And then for a bonus, we just put some, uh, some reggae on the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> to jam it out. Yeah, so. And that's
1: what I tell people about your music when like they're like, you know, he sings opera. I'm like, he. I've heard you sing opera at the Venetian. I've heard you sing, you know, I've heard you sing mm-hmm. everything under the sun. And it's like, you know, it's it's the little statement that I made. I actually have to write, I actually forgot to copy this out because was, sometimes I write stuff and I'm like, damn, that's actually really, really good. Uh, let us see here. It's the... Hold please While we're trying to figure out While I'm trying to get my life together Somewhat to All the stuff that on my show notes That I should have totally written down So Uh Yes Uh, To hear Trice's voice Is to hear the divine A classically trained opera singer Who sings more than just old Latin He sings a variety of conventional music Moreover he sings the hymns and sacred prayers Of some ancient religion That hasn't been formed yet If it ever existed at all I'm like I, like I wrote that down like you know just like you know just like listen to the stuff that I know of yours and it's like all the other stuff that you know I don't know that you've sung yet you know so I
5: want to use that in the bio you Dude, can, that you, that
1: you can abs- I've written bios for people everybody's like you are the best hype man ever so oh all right so we're going to play some more music and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about women because uh part of being a mythical being is uh women women like like Ralph said stay away from that's my that's my that's my that's my words and that's my troubles also. So this is uh Free Love by Trice
4: B. <laughs> Falling from my eyes Seems as if the rain Keeps falling down from skies But like a king in the sun Through the steam I rise Alchemized Combustions Elements Combined Lionized More than nine lives We will never die Infinite size Seems like A mighty long time Riding the waves In circles as they spiral Changing every trouble alpha to omega, phantoms and heroes Navigating through fears grow, are you there indeed, bro? Let's keep giving us and the people what we need, though Love on the flow, yet learn to let go Let the waters of these tears help the seeds grow It's a long road to hold just so long as that the fruit shall reflect whatsoever we sow Through tears and fears and tears
1: Can I do a radio show now, please? Hi. I love you.
6: <laughs> I,
1: I what? What am I doing wrong now? On busted. I got trouble on air. You got mm, fine. Get on trouble on the air. It's okay. It's my show. You can do whatever you want to. <laughs> see, you, you could totally take your top off right now, and nobody would. do Oh, anyone? <laughs> little, little wolf would see it. Never mind. So, uh, we are again. We are also. We are. Um, hang on. Where's my Where's my handheld up here? There's a candle, there's candle. Is that lit up? That was very loud, whoever that was. So, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I am nothing without my friends. And uh, again, joining me in the studio, the Ebony to my Ivory, the uh, Philip Michael Thomas to my uh, uh, Don Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, Mamba. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, that, in- that introduction gets better every single time, and I'm, I'm here for
1: it. Yeah, no, totally. I'm, I'm the greatest hype man any of you guys can have. Like, when you guys get famous, just hire me to be a hype man. I mean,
0: to just me my hype man already.
1: No, I already have your height, man. So I mean, like, I, I know, I know. Yeah. I say more nice things about you than your mother does, which, <coughs> to be fair, you know, never mind. Yeah, anyway, yes. we're not going to go there, so. That's a high
0: bar, and, you know, so quickly before we continue on with the show. Yeah. I, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows Mamba, you know. Mamba's known by a few names, you know. The Mambalorian, El yeah. Sancho, you know.
1: El Sancho? Well, I don't know about that. No, Mamba. No, no Family Neighborhood
0: yeah. Mamba. Yeah. But one of the titles that's been given to me that I, you know, I'm wearing with pride now is the Drip Master General. Oh. Uh-huh.
1: Rip Master, Master General. Yeah, this is
0: a title given to me by, you know, a good...
1: You know, a boss of them. Okay. El F- a machicano. Ma- the... The three-servings, Mickey Smalls. Oh, 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 Lobo, yes. Dude, is anyone who's... There? Okay, you're, you're cutting out there, so hang on. That, uh, uh, put the... Okay, turn that one off. Let's turn that one off. <coughs> Let's the. Uh, you, get, you get to wear the... You get to wear the uh, kitty cats.
0: Okay.
1: So put the kitty cats on. So... Okay, now put the mic to your face.
0: Okay. You
1: no, know, the, other, the other mic. So, yeah, we're going to mute the handheld. So, okay, so give me the, hand, make the handheld. It may not be charged up. So, all right, so yeah. talk.
0: Yeah, so like I said, the reason, you know, anyone who's ever been around me understands costumes, dressing up, that's my superpower, my right. skill. Now, what I've also started to do is, you know, people who need costumes, if you're around me, I give you something. I give you clothing, you know. Here, it's similar to a Santa style. Okay. Yeah. So it's not
1: copyrighted that, yet, so go ahead.
0: With that in mind, I decided, you know, for your birthday, I'd get you a little bit of purple drip, a little bit of swag to kind of, you know, <laughs> wear out.
1: Okay. Last year you made me cry, motherfucker. So let's see if you can do you can, you can top it this well, year. So.
0: I mean, to to be fair, and I got this in the ladies section.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you're appealing to, to multiple things here, so... <laughs>
0: All right, let's see what you got here.
1: Belated birthday present. It's okay. It comes from Mamba, so it's always going to be belated. Ooh. Oh, that's a very... Ooh, that looks like a prince type of jacket here. Definitely a Prince, prince vibes here. Ooh.
0: So for those not in attendance... This is, we have a, a soft, Ooh. knit, purple, suede, prince. Ooh, Ooh it's nice suede. Yeah,
1: actually, I mean, it's a little... Sh- I mean, we'll have to do some uh, some modifications, but... Damn, dude, thank you. Who's, who loves you, baby? I know you love me. I don't... Uh, there's a the reason why you're in my will. God damn it, man. Thank you so much for that. Oh, man. Swag. I don't even know... I don't even know I, 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 wow. I don't even that's sweet. God damn, man. Damn, dude. He's like, like you taking the that words out of Santa's mouth here, man. Wow. Uh, Fuck yeah. Thank you. I love you, man. <laughs> God damn. Now I want to... Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, God damn it. God damn it so we are back here with uh, with Mamba and Trice uh, Sugar's here, my wolf to call Lobo is here and uh, part of, I, I, like, I like advertising people as like mystical beings and I've kind of had to accept the fact that I am kind of one too but the relationships that we build are like not your traditional relationships at all, like they're all so intimate and so like I don't have time anymore for like casual friends or casual anything and it's like when we you know when we get when like i tell people all the time like you're lucky in your life if you get like one or two people like like me or you or you or you or you or any of these people in your life and like i'm looking around going like i got we're, we're we're 30 deep we're 20 30 deep around here you know it's like it's this really great amazing thing but it also comes with like you know a lot of heartache and headache especially heartache because it's like the common thread is that everybody kind of wears their heart on their sleeve. Like you come into a, you come into a relationship or something like that. It's like this is who I am, and this is what I want. And are you are you are you are you ready to take step up and take the challenge? You know, agree, disagree. I agree. Absolutely. Put the mic close to your mouth.
3: I agree. In fact, I'm I like yeah, uh, like I lay it all out. Like hey, this is what it is. Like what's up? You know what I'm saying? Because to me, that's, and that's, that works for everything, like friendships, relationships, like we're all being connected, and and like, and we're being ourselves, our, our truest selves, and we're also encountering other true selves, and the, the, the polar, the polar, sometimes it can be polarizing, but the coolest thing about that is, I I like to think of it, not like opposites attract, but like, but like, complementary. Exactly you know what I'm saying and it's like complimentary with the eye complimentary we're we're not
1: we're not stepping on each other's egos we're not trying to you know get get up on anybody else over our own right. bullshit you know it's right. like we all identify ourselves as yeah oh yeah we're fucked up you know trust right. me you know you know I tell people all the time i am a cautionary tale don't ever try don't if i'm if i'm if you're at the point in your life where i'm giving you advice we both fucked up somewhere you know <laughs> I don't give advice I tell stories and that's all I, that's all I can do because that's all I want to do because it's like I don't necessarily necessarily want somebody else to follow my path you know my path's mm. not bad you know it's like you know I would ra- if I could save you a little headache and heartache along the way please you know please listen to the story where, where you don't have to do this bullshit mm-hmm. but some some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill so <laughs> I'm looking Damn. at you sugar
0: uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I know you you
1: know I know you know
0: but I mean, That's it's I proverbial saying. You know, you can lead a hoarder, but you can't make them drink. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, you can't. Exactly. <laughs> you know. And I've got that situation. I've had that situation so many times. Especially like this last week. I'm not going to dig too deep into it. Some of you guys may know what I'm talking about. But uh, there was a person who is having a ru- they're 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 in a spiral right now. They're you know they're you know they're they their demon has taken over, and everybody's like reaching out to me like, what can we do for them? What can we do for them? And I'm like. I have literally spent the last few years trying to keep this person alive and it's like I don't have the juice anymore to do it you know it's mm. like the energy that I could devote to this experience to other people out there who need that I'm not going to throw that away on somebody else you know and I don't wouldn't want anybody else to do that as well you know it's like and I see that you know it's like you know everybody in this room, everybody in this room what, what, Trice? everybody in this room I've had a conversation with sometimes it's like just fuck it up stop it you know, and that you guys have had that conversation with me. What the fuck are you doing? You know, it's like holding each other accountable more yeah. as we're yeah. e- evolving and getting better. And you know, I don't want to say better, but you know, we are getting better. You know, we're leveling up, as somebody said.
3: Yeah. You know what I love though is I love seeing it being done with love. Absolutely. You know, because the the thing I fear is. And I have a I have a I have a mean streak <laughs> that a lot of people will be like what tries you mm-hmm. no I don't I could and shit I'd be like that myself I'm like how the fuck did I get here Oh yeah what this is that what
1: no oh, not yeah. me no Oh yeah
3: but literally um I've there's been a few situations where I've, you know it's uh, it's like damn like y'all can really just throw me away right now like like that like like that was a situation with my family like kind of deal. And I'm like, I know that I'm valuable and worth something. Like, and, and we all have our moments, and you know, we all have our fuck ups. But like, damn, is it is it really worth throwing me away like that? You yeah, know, what exactly. I mean? yeah. So the the fact that what I've, I I like what you said, you know, you leave no leave no one behind. Leave nobody. You know. You know fuck. what I'm saying? Like that that shit resonated with me when I first when I heard you say that. I was like, I feel like. <clears throat> that's the highest order of acceptance you know is is trying to figure out how to um maintain you know like a uh, uh, a relationship and a connection without abandoning or you know now if somebody you know bows out themselves out i'm even still trying to figure out how we can like how can we still exist like even if you do yeah. something really fucked up, can there be? That's uh, no, okay. right. Can it be um, restorative justice? Is there a way yeah. to restore, or at least in some way make up for like you know what's happening? Like, and a lot of times it's just honestly, I think people just being true to their word and being true to themselves. And when you're true to yourself. Like redemption is possible, I believe at all times, Mm -hmm. and I think that yeah,
1: I think everybody can redeem somebody else out there. You know, it's like Gene Simmons had a quote one time. It's like, uh, if we were once lovers, why can't we still be friends? And that, I don't, I'm not going to give Gene Simmons all the credit on that one mm. but you know but but the sentiment is always there you know it's like yeah. I've always had a problem like retaining like I love it when people can have like when exes can like have a relationship I'm tight. like god I love that so much I can't I've never figured out why I have mm. maybe two exes of mine in my entire life that I have remained friends with and they're both from high school you know, it's like all the other women in my life. I've tried to like, you know, maintain maintain that. It just it doesn't happen, and I've never. I've, I'm like, you know, that's why I like inspire it with other people. It's like, okay, you know, yeah, you guys, this was messy. You guys, you guys had had some shit happen, go down, but is there is there a way to kind of fix that? You know, yeah. we heal, but we, we teach best, but we most need to learn, as Dana always tells me. So, yeah, yeah.
0: but I mean, see the, the situations you talk about it. it Right, it takes two parties, and it right. also takes two parties. You know, to you have to know yourself, mm-hmm. and that you know can always be a big hurdle because mm-hmm. you can't be true to yourself if you haven't figured out who you are. That's, That's true. true.
1: Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. To, to quote, to quote RuPaul, you if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I always have always have a great little quotes like that. So, you know, but. Yeah, no. Like I said, it's just you know, it's like you know, when you're 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 vibrating at this higher level now that it's like, oh wow, you know, you know, you kind of expect that from everybody else, and it's like you know, even even in, in the circles we travel in, you know, it's like you know, when you know, people get together, and it's like, oh hey, I like this, and then when it's not good, it's like, oh okay, you know, you kind of still want everybody to be friends and like go back to what started that originally, even if it doesn't work out long term, you still want to. Nobody wants nobody. I don't think anybody ever goes through life wanting to see somebody else miserable. And the people who right. do want to see somebody else miserable are also miserable. And I don't want to fucking be around them anyway. You know, yeah. I, I've seen too many of them in my life. You know, yeah. you know. So you see somebody out there, like, oh my god, you're, you know. And that's why it's those kindnesses, those little little things that like, you know, like you know, elevate each other, and you know. You know treat each other the right way the way we want to be treated you know I tell people that I live and love by example you know how I love people is how I want people to love me how I how I treat people is how I wish people would treat me and I also understand that part of that comes from you know being in a place where I did not have healthy boundaries for what today I'm I'm just been working on healthy boundaries even having boundaries that's something (coughs) I didn't have for so long in my life was no boundaries and it's like now that I have them, it's like, oh yeah, that's what those are there for,
5: mm-hmm.
1: you know. It was the it was always the thing that maybe that friend who was like, man, you know, you know, Brady will be there till the very end and stuff like that. And like, yeah, because I didn't know what I was supposed to pull out and what it was healthy or not.
0: Right. I mean, you never know when to pull out. So. <laughs> I,
1: mean, I, I I mean, I do. I, you know, to be fair, I do have two kids, only two kids, oh. so. I only mean, two kids. Only know, two so, that we found. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, I'm. you know, trust me. I, I keep an eye on that shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is like you know the relationships we have, we develop, we we elevate each other, and and we just kind of like you know, we're we're all we're, we're the cheerleaders for each other, and that's yeah. so great to see. And I, that's why I love bringing people into this. And I love having those conversations with people, who are just like you know, having those you know, like. Like you know, hey, I I don't get along with I don't get along with sugar, but I see something. Why do you see that? And I'm like, because I see who she is when she's not you know being a manic wreck. yourself, you know, <laughs> mm. yes. yeah, you you do have a yeah, side that's yeah, not yeah. a manic wreck. So yeah. it's it's just a weird. It's a, like I said, weird, weird, oh, was a weird. I mean,
0: it's all warlords so when you happen. You know, it's not a zero sum game. It's yeah, you know, more than you like I'm trying to win-win. win win.
1: Exactly, you know.
0: Like, how can we win, win, yo?
1: Yeah, how can we win, win? win? How can we all? How can we all (laughs) get out of this shit alive in one stop? You know, and it's you know, I don't know.
0: that's the neat part: we don't get out of this alive.
1: We don't get out of it's. Yeah, nobody gets out alive. But you know, let's have a great time while we're here. And you know, if you you can't, if you can't play with everybody else, go somewhere else and play with the people who you want to play with. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's like we've all graduated high school. Some of us longer ago than others. You know, we're not in high school anymore. You know, let's not bring those high school dynamics in there. You know, let's <laughs> let's let's have a let's let's have a good time. So
0: I mean, we're yeah. always in high school. Yeah, it is. All, yeah, high school is the first. step. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so high school,
1: but the high school doesn't need to be the fucking the the proving ground for every single thing that comes along later. Mm. It's like okay, you fucked. Okay, high school was high school, great, but let's move. Let's grow the fuck up. You know.
0: Well, I mean, we can be more mature high schoolers, but. At the end, at the end of the day, you know, t- uh, history never repeats itself, but it, but it normally rhymes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit! Yeah, yeah. I just had my second coming of age in my forties, so <laughs> my first—technically oh, <laughs> my first. It's like, like I said, I was in college, teaching college at twenty-four. So I, I thought, I thought I had to be a certain way. And I was already green. Like, college for me... I mean, high school for me was, like, green city. Yeah. I was green city, yo. I was the big teddy bear that didn't care and didn't have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> it out rhymes, yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't know any better. I really didn't... And, and it's crazy because it, I, was, I was that guy. I was that... Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Poor oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> poor baby. But, you know... um there's, I mean, and there's some there's. I, I that is a part of my uh, signature um, is 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 having that soft side, that teddy bear side. But like at the same time, like what what a lot of people don't realize is there's a lion in here. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of a lion, but the strength of a bear. Like we we lion-hearted and we bear strength out here. You know what oh, I'm saying? No. We, I I mean I remember and and I, I remember one time they was teasing me so much. I was 18, and uh, I picked up a, a, a boulder on the side of a mountain, and I was going to throw it at someone, and I said, nope, and I dropped it, and I ran down the side of the mountain and ran over a tree, uprooted it.
1: Oh, yeah. I, 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 I've <laughs> I had people like like... <laughs> like, like I've had i didn't say, mean to. Like, like, yeah. I'm like, you know, it's like, you know, nobody ever sees me mad. They're like, do you get mad? I'm like, oh, yeah. I get, I don't get mad because as de- deep as my kindness and compassion and all those things are, right. the opposite side of that coin is the exact same. You know, yeah. I re- I just recently had to re- I was retelling a story about when I was in high school, and there was this kid, you know, th- this kid who was just me and him. We just, we did not have, we had major issues, and I beat him the fuck up and I put he had to go to the hospital.
5: Yeah.
1: And it's yeah. like, you know, I'm not going to dig into the whole sort of story behind that, but he had to go to the hospital about it and it's like that has always stayed with me. Mm. Was like, you know, it's like I could I can I could hurt somebody and I won't right. and I will de- always carry that that weight with me about this is what we're doing now is the things that we have to watch out for later. Yeah. You know so i try to charge myself
3: with being responsible for how i re- for how i react being responsible like by how i how i respond yeah literally because i i found i find that like i might sometimes it's funny too because i got in, i got in my first fight in in a in 20 years in 2020 really um, with a 21 year old in my in the house i was living in and he was moving my stuff and he picked up one of my boxes with some some fragile stuff and threw it on the ground. And I know some stuff broke in there, right? Mm-hmm. And then he bucked up at me like, I me mean, twenty one, I'm forty two, so like what what are you trying to do? Like he's trying to like he's trying to buck up to the old man in his eyesight. And I'm like, I'm not gonna fight you, yo. Yeah. And then he, he tried to chin butt me. So I bit his chin. Ow. <laughs> And then and then I put uh, I I was like I'm not gonna fight fight because this doesn't make sense I'm I will kill this kid exactly. and just put him in a headlock and then he was like please stop yeah yeah please stop please stop please yeah. <laughs> stop and and but I remember afterward I had so much rage inside of me I, I had like my heart was so charged up I kept thinking if I had put my hand on his chest and released that. He would be dead. Yeah, I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't have to punch him.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It
3: would, it would just be being a, a transfer of energy.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, I,
3: I, don't, I don't wish that on nobody. So like, I'm, I'm glad I, I like, you know, I had to like, diffuse that within myself. But I am grateful that I didn't allow myself to escalate that high yeah. because it was, it was unnecessary. It was, it was literally like stupid shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's respect each other.
1: Absolutely. Let's and, be respectful. And, and we'll be all right. Let's let's be respectful. Let's love each other as best we can. Yeah. Whatever we go for from there. So, I'll play some more music. We're gonna play some uh, Trix music. Right. Beautiful Trouble. Oh, but whoop!
0: Before we do that, because you know we're talking about all of this is high school, and I want to challenge that notion and just maybe give d- different perspective. Okay. Because everyone always says we're not in high school anymore. This isn't high school, and right. they see that as a negative thing, but. You stop and think about your high school years. People go in there, you're virgin, you know. Your high school years, you go to your first parties, you learn to drive. It is a period of change and growth and learning. Like, high school years are some of the most formative years. Right. And, you know, why don't we celebrate that uh, we're in a period where we're learning? We are in Mm -hmm. high school, we are multiple, you know, we have, you know, we change our outlooks. Like, that's what high school is supposed to be.
1: That's what it's supposed to be. You're, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. We should yeah. celebrate the fact that this is the this is where you're this is where you're being molded and being shaped, and no. not that oh by the way this is life and this is your pre this is this is your first steps. Hey, I'm I'm down for it. Yeah, I I, I hated high school. So
6: oh, I loved high school.
1: Well, uh, you two are some of the most <laughs> cheerful people on the planet. So, so I, I,
6: understand <laughs> I understand that's like a it's a unique perspective, but I actually share it.
1: No, I me I'm like if
6: you're, if you're loving high school and open to the change, even though it's hard, it's pretty fucking cool to like level up and see yourself like grow and like mm-hmm. become kind of an adult. No,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Because, yeah. you yeah. know, you enter high school four foot 11, 100 pounds, you leave six, three, 200. You know, you only gain this, confidence, you learn that. about <laughs> the world. You know, <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Like, you were not the same person when you entered high school. No, you're not. Correct.
1: Okay, I, 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 I an, an, an interesting perspective. On it. I hadn't thought about that. But
6: it does kind of across the board, whether you like it or not. Yes. So you start out as a freshman that's awkward and insecure. You do level up, whether you like it or not. Yeah. But if you accept it and acknowledge it, like you're gonna go level higher, like mm-hmm. it just like help be the guider of the other people that are struggling. I was. You were. Yes. <laughs> like, I was just literally talking to your son about this. Like he's going to be in fifth grade this year, so yep. it's the highest level uh, of elementary, elementary school. Yep. It's like, oh, so you own the school? He's like, what's that mean? I'm like, well, like you'd like, like you could like help the like freshmen, like the, the first graders. I don't know what to do. I don't know where the bathroom is. Like you know where it is. Like you, you know like which teach, which teachers suck. Which least yeah. to You're going your to be able. You're going to. be able to. You're going to be. Like, he has advice for the first graders. Like oh, he owns the school now. That's a pretty cool position to be in in elementary
1: school. Yeah. All right, let's play some music. We'll come back in the final hour. And...
7: Hey, little, hey, little puppet on a string I'm gonna tell you how to do everything Well, hey, little, hey, little puppet made of clay Well, I'm gonna give you a brain one day But hey, little, hey, little, hey, not yet We all gotta pay the man our debt So, hey, little, hey, little puppet on a string All you gotta do is sing Hey, hey Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, little, hey, little rug upon the floor. Dust you off, then I'll walk on you some more. Hey, little rug, please want to stay. So I can walk on you for another day. And hey, little, hey, little cracked guitar. Play a little note that'll take us far. Hey, little guitar, we'll be famous one day Up in the lights of the big, big stage Oh, hey, little, hey, when my name is up in lights I ain't gonna have any worry or fright So, oh, hey, little, hey, little puppet on a string All you gotta do is sing Three songs, one for pain, one for love, and one for God. Hey, little, hey, little, show them what you got before your bones begin to rattle and rot in. Hey, little, hey, little, sun up in the sky. So, love flare's gonna make us all die. So, hey, little cloud, please come away. Protect me so that I can play my hey, little, hey, little cracked guitar. Same guitar that's gonna take me far. Hey little guitar, please, won't you stay and play for another day Cause hey little, hey little puppet on a string I'm gonna tell you how to do everything Well, hey little, hey little puppet made of clay well, I'm gonna give you a brain one day But hey little, hey little, hey not yet We all gotta pay the man our debt So hey little, hey little puppet on a string All you gotta do is sing hey hey
1: As we were playing an uh, awkward fox. Who will be on the show? I'm trying to get her to come on in the next couple weeks. Uh, we'll see how things go with uh, burn prep and uh, all that nonsense that we uh, that 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 quirky little thing we do out in the desert every year. That just you know, I don't know why we do it, but we do it. So anyway, so we're uh, we're we're now wrapping it up here. We're coming into the. Uh, you guys know what time it is. That's right. It's the final hour where we uh, we don't know what we're gonna talk about, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm not gonna do that. So, uh, we actually do what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about the Barbie movie because this is just like the Barbie movie has like become like a cultural touch point, and I'm scratching my head trying to figure out why the fuck this happened. And maybe between us, we can all we can we can we can all maybe figure something out here. Mm. So I walked into the Barbie movie, like, and, and me and Mamba had decided when I first saw the Barbie movie, I'm like, we're going to rent out a theater, and we're all going to go see it on acid, because that is the only way I'm going to be able to sit down and, and watch the Barbie movie. No toxic masculinity or something like that. I just was, like, expecting, like, like literally every other movie that had been developed. Have you seen the Barbie movie yet? I have not, not seen, seen you it. You have not seen it yet. Me and Mamba did see it in the same theater. Uh, nobody else. Everybody else sold their phone. Did you do the Barbie takeover?
3: Last week,
1: yeah, we did the Barbie takeover last week. Sweet. So yeah, we, we we did the Barbie takeover, and like I walked into that movie theater, like you know, and sat down and watched this movie, and was blown away by the social commentary, by the the way it spun it. I was like, holy crap! Mm. It was that good. It was that like that deep of a movie.
0: Oh no! It absolutely was. It it was a Trojan horse.
1: Yeah totally it's like you're expecting you're you're going in there expecting you know okay Margot Robbie as Barbie okay and Ken and you know you know Ryan Gosling as Ken okay and like like you know Ken brings patriarchy back from the real world to Barbie land which is a whole other <laughs> subplot I mean I mean you know that's just like like what the like the absurdity of this movie I'm like this what
0: Well, no, and to be honest with you, now that I think about it I've had no reflection, I do appreciate that, you know, she understands that we all have a history with Barbie. You know, whether it's don't play with your sister's Barbies or, you know, you're doing doll parties with your Barbies. Mm -hmm. You know, we all she was a cultural monolith and we all have some sort of relationship to it. So, understanding that we have a relationship to this icon, yeah. She was able to subvert and make sure that it would resonate with everyone, which is why I think Barbie's become so big, because we all had expectations, thoughts. Yeah. Like, our relationship with Barbie is why we were all able to be affected so much by it.
1: I know. It was like, you you said something about relationship can with Barbie. I imagine. You said the relationship with Barbie. I'm trying to, like, sure. think of my relationship. Like, like, I don't, I mean, like, I mean, I don't remember... Can I play with... I don't remember playing with Barbie's, because I didn't have any sisters. Yeah. I had... I had I had female cousins, but you know it was like, like I had a relationship with Barbie. I mean, I remember like first time I looked up Barbie's dress, like oh, what's Barbie got going on yeah. down there, you know?
0: True. Yeah. Which we
1: all did and at some point. Bo- it
0: was all our first. Yeah,
1: episodes. exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but it was
1: just so like the like every layer of that movie was just like I was just like blown away by it. Like mm. I was expecting like literally I was expecting some bullshit, you know. Hollywood, big budget. We're going to throw all these Barbies in there and maybe throw some pop culture references. In there. I was like, holy fuck, this Barbie movie actually means something.
0: Yes. Mm. You know, it's funny. The last movie that did this to me, the same vein of unexpectedness, the Lego movie. Expecting yeah. it to feel fun, yeah. like everything is That's awesome. You're not wrong. You're not, you are not <laughs> wrong at all. Damn.
1: Oh i was like I'm still sitting with like that because like you know like like I like like I when I went to when I went to uh, the Barbie movie I uh, obviously you know dressed up you know you know let my let my inner bitch out for a little bit you know only for a little bit only for a little bit you know she got to, she got to come out and play for a little bit and uh, it was you know you know that I posted on Facebook and like most of my everybody on my friends like know me and stuff but saying I went to see the Barbie movie there were a few people who were like yeah I'm gonna pass on that I'm like. You really shouldn't. If you're the person who says, I'm going to pass on that, you should be the person who
3: goes and sees it.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, it's
3: it, probably, probably, probably. I, 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 I imagine that, that there's is, a lot of people that have a lot of preconceived notions about what it's yeah, going to
1: be. Yeah, what it's going to be about. And it's like, it's none of those. You know, it's like, yeah. whoa. Yeah.
3: I like when, well, it, I like when that happens. I, I'm definitely going to go check it out.
1: You absolutely yeah. should. Yeah. You absolutely should. Surprised you weren't there. See
3: us when we, we all saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> hey, try I was. To I was in Lego video World, video. <laughs> <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to get yeah. out the manual. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me know, so
1: yeah, no, it was it was it was it was a really it was a fun movie and like you know like the Barbieheimer yeah. thing. Okay, you know that's will we'll be known for it. I'll I'll go back and watch Oppenheimer later. But the Barbie movie oh. like really just like I was like really like. Oh, whoa. Like, it was it was that kind of, like, I mean...
0: What's funny, I also think about how, like, yeah, it's a Barbie movie, but that it's really a Ken movie.
1: It's a movie about Ken, too. It's yeah, you know, like... Especially about Ken, you know.
0: Ken has his journey, like... Oh,
1: absolutely. Ken's journey is a lot more...
0: <laughs> it's a it's a lot more complex and interesting, than
3: Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, totally, you
1: know.
0: Spoilers.
3: Spoilers, sorry, you yeah. know. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it rather balanced, though, in the sense of, like, um... Okay, so I saw a post, someone was talking about this one guy who was like, uh, who was an icon, LGBTQ, something, something, but it was just like, I, I was like, they're, they've made what we've perceived as like toys, as like inanimate objects that we probably gave our own... Uh, imagery to like right. we, 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 whatever this this thing looks like, what we thought of in our head, even right. if, and we might have compared notes, but everybody is, is unique and individual. Absolutely, it just seems like that this there, there's a a very uh, they've tied it more into humanity. Yeah, they have more because than what because we could like imagine. The
1: the Barbie world they live in exists because uh, is a reflection of how little girls play with Barbie you know and like you know Ken is an accessory Ken is no more Ken is no more or less an accessory than you know the the, the outfits and the cars and yeah. stuff like that you know and mm-hmm. it's you know and then you kind of start digging in there you know there was a real there was a couple there were several very funny by the way if you ever have a chance to see a, a movie with, uh, with the Burners please take it because it's fucking amazing because we like literally there was like I don't know I would say probably 80% 90% of the theater was all us and it wasn't like it wasn't big it was like 50 people you know but it was like we were mostly it was mostly us so we're like bouncing stuff off of each other you know like you know the moment where Polly Superstar realized that she's a weird Barbie <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like everybody had a weird Barbie who got the haircut and got the makeup drawn on them and everything and then we all know it and Barbie like realized oh shit I'm the weird Barbie you know
3: so, so I see people doing like dressing up like different versions of Barbie, but like their own thing. So would you say that there was a representation of that in the movie, or was is that more of like how people choose to show up? Absolutely. Like, I'm choosing to show up like this particular kind of Barbie, like zombie Barbie or W-W-W-W Barbie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like
0: it's it like a good f- representation.
1: Yeah, it's totally good representation. Uh, Chrissy, who uh, our friend of Chrissy, you know, she's like. I'm Doctor Barbie, and I don't have any pink. I'm like, good for you, you know. And that's that's on, yeah, totally, you know, you know, I it was still great, you know. And then of course there was the uh, the the uh, Zach Snyder <laughs> comment in the theater, Ooh. and I'm like, how you feeling, mama? No, hey, <laughs> you know, that
0: was directed, that was a shot directly at me, and I owned it. Yeah, <laughs> the entire theater laughed. At me. Yeah,
1: you know, it's it's a weird. I think it's. I, I hate to put that much weight on this movie. But at the same time, though, is it's like we live in the we live in a world where idiocracy went from being a ha ha the guy who did Beavis and Butthead made this funny futuristic thing to oh my god this is happening now yes yeah. we can't we can't count out anything anymore with you know based on you know what it did before, what it's so, it's so fucking weird you know like this movie is going to have that kind of effect on people. I
5: mean, <laughs> reality is stranger
1: <treasure laughs> than fiction. Yeah, and I, and I still and again you know i still i still want to see this movie again on drugs but you know i want to take acid and see this movie that would be Um, we'll we'll do that at some point you know volunteers tribute (laughs) really (laughs) yeah yeah there's no shortage of people who are going to volunteer tribute on that one yeah no it was like i said it was just a it was just a it was just it was a good movie it was good to see it was uh yeah i I really i like that i really enjoyed it i enjoyed everything about it um Seriously, it was fucking, it was just, it was great, you know, and I really hope, you know, I want, like I said, I really want to do more. I like, I like the venue. We went to, uh, uh, art house, art
0: art house. house
1: in downtown, yeah. uh, downtown, uh, Las Vegas in the arts district. I liked the venue. I liked the theater. I'm like, i are going to start doing some more, uh, takeovers, movie takeovers, yes. because I think that would be, <laughs> I'm always looking for some ways, ways to expand my, my, my ever growing empire anyway. So. So,
3: uh, would you I'd say, say Barbie is the, the movie beautiful. of
1: the summer? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It feels like like, it. like you didn't see like uh, the the summer has been like you knew what was going to happen. You thought you knew what was going to happen, but you didn't really see what was really going to happen. happen. Mm-hmm. And if you were there, what happened was beautiful. What happened was beautiful, and if you didn't see it, you had to be there. So. Right. All right, so obviously we're gonna go from here to uh, to some Aqua, which I was really surprised. I actually I was explaining to people yeah. the whole Aqua Mattel Barbie song thing. Yes. I was really surprised to hear it in the song in the, at the very end of the credits. They had uh, I don't remember well, who was doing it. Was it. Somebody Nicki else. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj was doing it. Yeah, mm. but you can always rely on Nicki Minaj to to deliver quality.
2: Contestants, how many of you consider addiction a disease? Hmm?
4: Oh yeah, I'm for
2: that. Yeah, well that's a load of crap. Uh, addicts are worthless and weak. That's called Tough love.
1: gonna do the geek out in two weeks with uh, with uh, House of M, which will be include uh, the Mamba, the Lobo, and uh, my bastard uh, Matthew Snow. So we will uh, we will have some we'll enjoy ourselves and talk about all things geeky. Uh, two weeks after that is the burn, and I am not going to be at burn this year. But uh, if you are,
0: gonna be a bit of a shame.
1: Uh, well, you know I'll be there in spirit. Uh, I will. Uh, I'm still going to do my show. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna work yet, but it's going to work we're going to figure that out whether I have to pre-record it or whatever so be it so but I will be uh, burning then and well like I said we have all the fun wacky stuff that comes up on my show at all times so
0: and I'll be listening in my heart but you, not with my ears no you won't be listening <laughs> but you know
1: it'd be nice if you, it would be nice if you would actually take a radio out there and like you know you know just you know, go up to some place and like this doesn't have any music like you know hey Ninety nine point five, and then walk away. You know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I could do a lot more interesting things and then walk away. Well,
1: I know you 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 do that all the time, so <laughs> that's that's kind of your stick, you know. But yeah, no, like I said, I uh, I decided not to go this year. It was like I didn't have a hell yeah,
0: and
1: man, and, it, and, and again, it's like you know, again, somebody could come up to me Tuesday of burn week and say, "Hey, here is a free ticket." We need you up there, and I would, realistically, probably get in the car. I would get in the, I'd get in the RV and drive up there. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I'm not I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it might happen. It might not. Who the fuck knows?
0: No, absolutely. And I think it's interesting because I was a no until this past weekend where I became a hell yeah. Yeah. And. What
1: was know, your hell yeah? What was your hell yeah?
0: Well, my hell yeah was I. Reexamined my relationship with the burn. And I thought about the last year how challenging it was. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I also realized, like, the burn had almost sort of become a, just a thing that I did. Right. And by refusing to go and taking that ritual out of my life, it more or less caused me to think about it and think about why I'm going. You know, the mm-hmm. experiences that I've had. And that's why, you know, this year when I'm going to burn, I'm going to be and, you know, wherever I, when I get a camp, it'll be a new camp. It'll be around different people. I'll be going doing different experiences. Yeah, I know mm. where you're camping at now, so.
5: <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> that, that shit fell out in my... Uh, uh, go ahead and tell everybody. Go ahead and tell the, oh. the, the, the six people who are listening, so.
0: Oh, well, you know, after a long night out, you need a little bit of the hair of the dog. Yes. To put yes, you
1: back. yes, 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 yes. Mamba <laughs> is joining the hair of the dog family, so... Which will make it so much easier next year when it's like, okay, I'm going to roll in there with me, the art director, Mamba, and Nana. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I will tell this for anyone who is going to the bird. The best way to find me is not at my camp.
1: Ah. But see, that's the thing with my camp, though, is that my camp is, you know, where everybody wants to go. You know, it's the destination for everybody. So Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Hot D. I'm the, I'm the Bear Man Ringer this year. You're, uh, you want, you're not going? I'm going. I'm Bear Man Ringer. I'm Bear Man Ringer. So, Bear Man my player name. But uh, everybody's uh, ha- everybody's conscripting me for their camp to come ring their camp. So, I'm Bear Man Ringer this year. I'm going to go and sing and ring as many camps as I can. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs>
1: I want that shit for uh, me uh, next year. I don't I don't
3: want your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so far so far I know um, uh, I'm at Rootist Lounge, the Rootist.
1: Rootist, yes. <laughs> um,
3: um, uh, at on Wednesday night uh, from nine to eleven, I believe, or nine to twelve, okay. something like that. Um, I always do center camp at s- Friday at seven thirty seven seven o'clock. Be there at seven. Friday 7 o'clock, center camp. It's going to be crazy because Thursday is trip night. Um, huh? I, might,
0: I might just be following you around Playa so, you know, we can deliver a double chocolate experience. Yo, we're going to be
3: Ouroboros out here because I'm going to be following you. So if you be following me, I'm going to you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm not, ooh, okay. That's oh, the, the, that, that, uh, that, that might be too much. much, too much too too magical magical <laughs> two, two mythical, magical beings.
1: Two mythical, <laughs> magical <laughs> beings running around. Nope, nope.
0: Strolling all over Pull, the all, all,
1: I'm gonna be I'm going to be here. We're doing Unburned 3 here. <laughs> you know, unburnier than now. We're going to be doing it one night because, like, we had done. So in 2020, when it canceled, we did unburn, the original Unburned, Unburned, which was four nights. Yeah, we went hard four nights, themed everything. Twenty people, middle of lockdown. We went hard for four days. We all survived and said we can't do that again. <laughs> so unburned two came around twenty twenty one. We're gonna do three nights, and we went hard three nights. The third night, the kids were here. That was the only reason why I think most of us survived. <laughs> this year we're gonna do unburned three, one night, Burned. burn night.
0: One, oh. night I mean, what? one night only. One night only.
1: I mean, you know, it's like... it's like.
0: Uh, I, I would just say this. Taylor Swift, she does two to three nights every city.
1: Okay, fair point. I mean,
0: you know. If, if we're going to unburn, let's unburn properly.
1: Agreed, but...
0: <laughs> what would Mamba do?
1: What? No, 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 no. You're not going to find me walking around saying, what would Mamba do? Because what would Mamba do means what would Santa do? Well, what would Santa do is different depending on... A bunch of bullshit. Thank you, Art Director, for for your for your for your in, in your imp- way, you One night. But it's, it's when I say it's one night, it's never one night, actually. It's like, okay, well, we're gonna do burn night. We're gonna have the TVs going with all the the streams of the live streams and stuff like that of all the burns. But we're gonna we're gonna burn something in the backyard, but we're gonna have Friday night, we're gonna be bullshitting saturday night the kids will be here obviously the kids are going to be a part of that so it's like okay so you know it's like let's make it pg during the daylight hours because there's some baby burners out there that aren't in the community yet i want to get those motherfuckers more involved and then you know we recover on sunday and we'll be recovering on because monday's a holiday well i'm not gonna be working so fuck, i'm not gonna go anywhere so it's like yeah so it's like we say we're doing one night only but but we're only doing one official night we're gonna have pre-party blah blah blah
6: Pretty oh. clever. And I think we should
3: definitely be wild animals on Burn Night because Pretty clever
1: bender there. there. You got. So <laughs> I yeah I I always always try to keep myself you know define my own you know you know I'm not going to fall into my own traps you know people other people fall into my traps great. Right. I mean,
0: the way I see it. You're already
1: having a die burn, just yeah. Well, again, I'm still going to have my burn. I'm going to have the burn I experience that I want. I'm still going to be on the radio. I'm going to be. I'm going to be sitting here on my radio show, watching the burn, hopefully talking to people out there, interacting somehow out there. Uncle Victor is still working through that stuff, of you know. And then we've got Synergy a few weeks later, you know, which Ooh. again is a baby burn, but at the same time though, it's like and I've talked to so many people about that. Like, yeah, Synergy's a regional event, but you know, there's a lot of you know. A lot of beautiful things happen out there.
3: Synergy yeah. is one of the best turns yeah. ever. And I haven't been to many of them, but I I can't believe... I've been I to Equinox, And it, it was amazing. It was totally All amazing. My list. I loved Definitely Bequinox.
1: on my list of places I want to go. Uh, I, I
3: actually hope to go to Utopia this year, but... Utopia is amazing.
1: But, um... You're a part of the conversation. You want to just come over here and put a headset on, dear? Yeah,
3: Synergy, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, Synergy's magical Ooh. and like for. Like, Spicer Ranch. I I do think I'm, I'm sort of like you where even though it's the like, closest to me, I don't go every year. What synergy? synergy? Yeah, synergy. Like I I'm a <sighs> hit or miss for it. Which Only
3: I wind up going because well because you know, I, I I I I've been uh part of camp in search of since 2018 yeah so i missed the first year of synergy um because i was on warp tour um and i'm kind of glad i did because it was hot hot. (laughs) it was that was
1: that was yeah that's the year that everybody judges against
3: man warp warp tour was hot too i mean so it was hot everywhere 117 120 it was brutal. brutal so um but yeah 2018 uh I, I started working with uh, In Search of and helping this with the stage, and we're going to build the stage and then perform on it. And it's that, that, funny because that thing planted it in my head, like, yeah, I'm going to be the kind of artist that like builds the stages that I perform on. Not not literally build, but you know, like yeah, set no, that really, motherfucker really. up. You know what I'm saying? Make sure the sound sounds good. Make exactly. sure everything right.
1: You know, from the, from the from the bottom to the top. From the top. bottom to the top.
3: Exactly. And, then, and man. Talk about manifesting that in real life, like for real, for real. Like that's like my gig now, for real, for real. Like we 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 went and did the uh, Art Car Festival teleport, mm-hmm. um, out in uh, California. Yep. Woo, Ooh, man! Oh, an amazing, an, an amazing experience to 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 set up the tent, and make sure we got shade structure, oh yeah, and 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 make sure the stage is well lit and make sure the sound sounds good and then to get up and and be able to like get on the decks and play and sing and provide a magical mythical magical experience absolutely where we go like this is what we're supposed to do man i got a nickel bag of funk yeah Yeah, (laughs) last year last
1: year synergy last year synergy i was advertising uh mamba's set at the radio station Mamba wasn't gonna be at the radio station. I knew Mamba was gonna be at the radio station. But again, to play into the, the illusion of that. Yeah. It was yeah. It
0: was sort of yeah. waiting for a Godot, but waiting for Mamba.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, I I I did have the best DJ set for anyone who never showed up. Absolutely.
1: It was amazing. So Alright, I'll play a couple songs, then we're gonna come back and then we're gonna start wrapping this up. Uh so Trice tell me between uh vibrations. And beautiful trouble, which one would you like to hear next? Mm. We sit too long, we're not gonna move I I
3: think we sh- I think we should do vibrations. Do vibrations. I, I'm, leaning right. for, I'm leaning toward vibrations,
1: yeah. Alright, so here's a little vibrations with uh, our local DJ Brett Rubin. We are uh, we're going to be going out here shortly. Uh, special thanks to uh, my brother, Trice B. Thank you for coming over, for doing this. Uh, Mamba's here, but he doesn't have headphones on. He doesn't have to. Mamba's always here. He don't. We're, we're going to. We're, you can't have headphones. You can talk. Yeah. You're on, so. You can talk a little bit? Yeah, something like that, so. Yeah, oh, I so like I said, two weeks we'll do we'll, we'll do uh, geek out stuff and we'll uh, talk uh, all nerdy stuff. Uh, I think maybe we'll maybe we'll see about getting pockets on the phone and seeing if he wants to to chime in on something nerdy because he, uh, some
0: yeah. he wants to have some incredibly wrong opinions. He wants to have some incredibly
1: strong wrong opinions. <laughs> uh, we all we all respect those in here. So uh, I don't know. You, I I, I want to say this real quick before we go off here. Uh, so he had a buddy of his who's moving to town. Uh, pork chop. You haven't met him yet. He's an amazing guy. Like, looks like a giant biker. He's a poet, like a you know, writer. and a writer and stuff. You know, uh, he's like, he's like, I was told to introduce myself as Pockets. I'm like, okay, let's see how that plays out. So the first person he comes up to is Awkward Fox. I'm like, tell him the line you were used to supposed to use. I refer to Pockets. She's like, which one? <laughs> so, busted ass. So. Uh be sure to check out Trice B on uh all the social medias. Uh I don't have links or anything like that, but I will put those in the uh the links for the uh podcast version of this, which I will take out all the music and uh, do that uh probably when I'm bored next week, so.
3: I will say this on YouTube uh if you put in Trice B Phantom Mixtape because I have uh on there uh, a lot of older videos of me you know doing stuff back in the day when I was in north carolina but more more uh, importantly to me from from my from my heart i have a video of me doing um a meditation uh of a song that i that came to me it was channeled uh called let it go I, it came through me after my sister passed um and i i use that as a i use that as a drop in song like it's like medicine like music medicine you know what i'm saying like i i believe that music is our highest form of medicine that's one of the highest form of medicines that we have i mean uh you know some some would say meditation but music is a meditation too so um yeah that that there's a video on there it's about a 45 minute meditation uh chanting vocal sound bath and uh it's like it's a gift that i, I love for people to yeah i'll re-share it on my page so.
1: yeah Thank you, brother. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Ciao.